Way ahead of the crypto curve, yeah. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve, yeah. Learn from the queen of crypto, your host, Nadja Roberts, leading people out of financial slavery through Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. Learn to get left behind. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. And welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires. One family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. I don't just do this show to change the way you think about money, but to make you change the way you look at money and everything else around you because it absolutely matters. Today is Friday, April 21st, 2023, and we have some cryptopians who have birthdays today. And so we'd like to say happy birthday to Javita Gregory, Andrea Elwiki, Kyra Williams, Karen Bichet, and Linda Thomas Vaughn. To each and every one of you, I hope that this day today is filled with all the love, joy, peace, happiness, and understanding you deserve on this day. And if you are a Cryptopian out there and you would like to get a shout out for your birthday, please do me a favor and send me a text message to 424-317-7373. Again, 424-317-7373. And ladies and gentlemen, today, I have a absolute treat for you today. We have we're we're, we're having a family reunion. We have, we're having a black and brown crypto day today. Uh, some of you may have met or heard from a gentleman that I used to have on once a week mm-hmm. when I was living closer to the Los Angeles area. <laughs> but we're going to start to do this. It feels good to have him in studio. Uh, so today we have Mr. Enrique Almeida. Hey, hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he's going to be rocking with us today. He's got some interesting things. Some things are going on with him in the cryptocurrency space. We're going to frame it well so you understand what's going on. But before we get to my co-host today, Day, we're going to do a uh, we're not doing a cryptocurrency quote we usually do but you know there's so many things happening there's so much freedom that is needed there are so many changes that need to be made so I found a quote today by the fabulous Oprah Winfrey and she says the greatest discovery of all times is that a person can change his future by merely changing his own attitude and that's Oprah Winfrey and so ladies and gentlemen as we sit in the midst of so many changes that are happening in our world uh, it is really important that we figure out and understand that it starts with us our own selves first just like when you get on that airplane and they go through all the different prompts that you need to do in the case of an emergency they tell you to put on your face mask first and then help those around you and so what we're seeking to do as we uh, round up this is the middle of the year actually coming into the summer because yep. it's already getting hot outside but and thank goodness for that i, I tell people the all the time my folks are from africa <laughs> <laughs> i like me some heat so so that's where i sit so i'm i'm loving life today um but with that being said you know ladies and gentlemen no joke you know it is time for change 
there are a lot of things that we can change ourselves. And, um, you know, it's just really important that we keep reminding ourselves on a daily basis that how we start is not how we have to finish. So if you're sitting here listening to us today and you want to be that business owner and you're you've not been able to ever ever obtain that how you start is not how you have to finish you just have to make up your mind and do that mind switch and really start to work towards making that change if you don't have the savings that you need if you don't have the satoshis i you know the smallest increment increment of a bitcoin saved up the way that you want all it takes is a shift in your mindset as to how to do that dollar do, da, daily dollar cost average and get that done. If you're interested in buying your first or fifth or 20th piece of property, all it takes is a mind shift just to change and make up your mind that you're going to do it. And for me, because I have something really special coming up, I'm always preaching to myself when I'm like, you know, they say preaching to the choir. I got some really good stuff coming up towards the end of the year. I'm I, I'm just going to keep saying it because I just want to build up in anticipation. But ladies and gentlemen, I need to lose 60 pounds by October 1st. And you can do it. And I am. And I am. And so that's one of the things that, you know, it just merely changes your attitude. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's the little oomph I need to get that going because you know you start real good and then you just fall off consistency well I gotta get some consistency so I'm excited about that so ladies and gentlemen when we come forward you will be hearing from my fabulous co-host Enrique and we're going to be talking about what he is doing in the cryptocurrency space and find out what he's thinking about some of this news we've been chopping it up about for the last couple of months so when we come forward this is KBLA Talk 1580 in a, moment. in a moment, more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. Gillette. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. So some of you may know. So I'm going to frame this because I know a lot of you are new listeners and we thank you for that. Uh, Mr. Enrique and I both are in the city of Los Angeles with our businesses. We both have what is called a peer-to-peer type of Bitcoin platform, which means we are non-custodial. When you pay your money for your Bitcoin, you actually get your Bitcoin. So Enrique has a special setup with his company, which is called Binks. Um, And because we both have this peer-to-peer type Bitcoin business, We've been met with some challenges and not because we're in the Bitcoin space, which is one of the reasons. But the other one is that we're black and brown. And so uh, and and we've just got to be real with what the what we see in this industry. I mean, he and I kind of had our mouths open several times when people that come out of college that just have an idea get funded 300 million. And here we are with these phenomenal companies that actually give and help the people who really need to get the Bitcoin in their hands, the Bitcoin, and then we can't find funding anywhere. So Enrique has been on a massive quest. I will be absolutely honest for the Bitcoin bank. I just totally stopped looking because I just got frustrated. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do this myself without investor dollars. And so one of the things I want to ask you today 
one of the things I want to ask you today is what is your journey been as it relates to um, just tell the listeners on the radio, what has been one of your, your journey since the last time we talked and you were looking for funder funding for Binks? Well, I think, you know, the law of averages always applies, right? So you have to kiss a bunch of frogs to finally get one to turn into a prince, right? The issue is that being black and brown, you got to kiss a whole lot more frogs. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the case. I mean, I think that with a lot of these VCs and these investors, you know, when you approach them, I mean, they definitely are open to the fact that it's a Latinx or, or, or a black company. Um, but the issue ends up being that they give you even more scrutiny because of that, even yes. though they open the door. So it's almost a little bit unfair because it feels like, okay, I got the door open rather easily, but you're giving me like 20 boulders that I got to run over before you actually give me the same opportunity as you would someone else. Right, right. And I, that's really been my experience um, as far as getting funding right now. Right. And so what other additional things have you had to do in order to get in front of front of some funders meaning what monies have you had to spend that you haven't seen other people in this space spend so talk to me about that you know just uh just paying for that you know those uh third person relationships you know at the end of the day um you really do need somebody to introduce you i mean i know that you think to yourself like well, i'm just gonna I have a great product got a great personality i'm just gonna walk in there and charm them but the truth is that you need somebody else to say no he is the man so if you can get somebody in the industry to say hey I know this guy, then it's a much larger opportunity for you. Right now, you know, all of the investors that are interested right now that I'm meeting with, that I have been meeting with, to be honest, have come about that way. Really? Yeah. Okay. And are you finding that your investor, um, your investors that are looking at Binks.com is coming from the United States or are they coming from other parts of the world? 50-50, actually. 50-50. Uh, 50-50. Um, I've had a lot of... Uh, Right now, next week, I'm meeting with some Chilean investors on Tuesday, uh, which is going to be great. So they're really interested. Um, I find that they tend to be more open um, to a U.S. company that's run by black and brown. I know that sounds crazy, but they are actually more open than the VCs here. Okay. I get more phone calls returned. Okay. Um, they're willing to sit down with me on Zoom. Okay. While it may take 8 to 12, maybe 15 messages to, for a VC here. Okay. That's been my experience. All right. So I know some of the listeners are probably like, what in the world is Binks.com? <laughs> we should have did that first. Yeah, so yeah, let's yeah, kind of yeah, 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 yeah. roll yeah, it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit about Binks.com first. So, so Binks is a Bitcoin wallet. It includes dollars as well. But um, one of the big problems that I've seen is that, you know, right now as we speak, you can't go to, for say, McDonald's or, you know, a Target and actually buy something in Bitcoin in the real world, right? Mm -hmm. So you, you can't really go buy a T-shirt right now to swap me, for example, in Bitcoin. Right. And until that happens, we're going to see a lot of fluctuation in the value of Bitcoin because only investors, for the most part, are buying it. Right. So when people actually start using Bitcoin for what it was meant for as real currency for everyday purchases, then we'll see more stability in the marketplace. And that's what we're trying to achieve at Binks. And how are you doing that actually? Yeah. So <laughs> we have a marketplace where you can buy and sell almost anything. So let's say you got a garage full of stuff that you actually want to get rid of, but you got no money to buy Bitcoin. You can actually sell your stuff for Bitcoin or you can actually go out there and make real purchases on the website in Bitcoin. Currently, 
we have the Cheers Bar and Grill in the San Gabriel Valley. So as of today, you can go buy beer and Bitcoin there okay. using Binks. All right. Well, cool. So it's kind of like a Craigslist or offer up mm-hmm. but for mm-hmm. Bitcoin. Exactly. And so if we have some things sitting around that we don't have any need for anymore, we can trade them for Satoshis. Correct. You won't get a whole Bitcoin. You don't get a whole Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, unless but, you're yeah. putting a whole car on <laughs> Better there. be a house that you might <laughs> <laughs> then you can get some Bitcoin, right? But so, in the meantime, they can get Satoshis. As well as businesses. So if you run a business and you actually want to start accepting Bitcoin at your business, we can set that up as well. Okay. Okay. That's incredible. And so that's a good thing because, you know, a lot of times we're talking about dollar cost averaging and people are right now are just trying to make ends meet. And that's why I talk about small amounts of Satoshis. And to some people, it's like really irrelevant they're like you're telling your listeners to do six dollars a day like what are they gonna be able to do with six dollars you just watch what we're able to do with six dollars a day in the future but you're right we're doing that for i'm doing that can't i'm not a financial advisor providing financial advice so i'm doing it for uh as an investment saving for my future and so uh with having apps different apps and how many i mean there's no other app like yours specifically but how many other apps out there are actually that you've seen that are really just kind of peer-to-peer there's only a few of us there's very few of us right now um i think that you know with the success of exchanges when they first started right you know unfortunately what we've seen is that you know some of them fall into trouble right Mm -hmm. But with us, you know, we're really trying to do a peer-to-peer program from person to person. We're not trying to, you know, sell $30 million in Bitcoin just to make that 5%. That's not really the business model that we're pushing. So I think that that's what makes us better, safer, and, you know, more for the community. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so... Uh, both of us, again, have what we call peer to peer. So for those of you that aren't familiar with uh, Bitcoin and its actual ethos and the reason it was com- conceived, the reason it was done, anything yes. happened was because the creators wanted the regular everyday people to be able to do peer to peer transactions without a centralized authority or a bank and be able to thrive and just create something that was for all, regardless of race, color, Mm, uh, gender, all of these things that we see that are popping up in the news every day. Like it is getting (laughs) crazy. (laughs) I'm looking at the news and I am like, you are kidding me. Like the stuff that is happening right now. And I don't even know that money fixes any of this other than the fact that we can pick up and move somewhere in the, I don't know. I well, you know, I'm going to be in the African mountain somewhere, (laughs) but just to get away from this stuff. But I mean, you know, money gives you options. And so that's what I tell everybody. Money is not everything. Bitcoin is not everything, but it darn sure gives you options. And especially, and I'm going to say this, and without divulging too much, and later when my book comes out, you all will get an opportunity to really hear uh, what is going on in my space. But one thing I do know is that when you go through things, you know, they say more money, more problems, Mm. right? But when you're going through things and you are financially stable, Or you have the ability to control your money and do the things that you need to do. You do so much better, even though it's a stressful situation. I'm not going to say it's not a stressful situation because this week specifically, and you all will say, well, what week is she talking about? You'll look at it in my book and you'll know it's like has been an atrocious week 
uh, and it has to do with real estate, right? Um, and some real estate deals we made that just are not going right. But I tell you this, the ability to have options and just be able to say whatever that is I need to do doesn't matter the cost as long as it's not more than, you know, a million bucks or something like that, like right that you need today. You're able to do better when you have your savings in order and you know that there's an opportunity, not necessarily to even make more, but because of what we have saved in the type of ways we have it saved, we know that it's working for us while we're sleeping. So, yes, I have to sell or have had to sell maybe a little bit or teeny pieces of Satoshi's of my, you know, this week. But I know that as soon as I get whatever I need to get after the real estate deal is complete, we put it back in and it's going to have the opportunity to grow. And so you just feel better. And I just, I want everybody to really know and feel and understand that, you know, you, you have money in the bank, but if you think about it, it's not growing, it's not doing anything. Yeah. Put it it to work for you. It's got, to be working and yes the price of bitcoin has gone down and i'm glad because when i need to get that money back in there the price of bitcoin i may be able to get a little bit more than i had before so you know these things happen but again when you've got a plan together you know um it just makes it it makes all the difference and so if you have not listened to anything i've said these last couple of months please understand uh it is critically important because you know Things things happen. We have no idea what's going to happen. And so that emergency fund that your financial advisor is telling you about is absolutely critical. You need three to six months of your income somewhere socked away so that in the event something happens, you can fall back on that. And that has been a saving grace this week. I will say that. And so, uh, Enrique, tell me what you've been thinking about the crypto space. How what have you what have your feelings been about? Bitcoin going over 30 and they're coming down. And what do you think is happening around this place? Well, I think that, you know, we always have to take a big picture look, right? So if you actually look at the trajectory of the value of Bitcoin, it's up. Mm-hmm. If you're looking from the beginning, it's up. I think many times we, we get caught up in what is doing this week or last week. But really, I, I remember sitting right here in this office talking about, you know, Bitcoin being at 19, 20. Now we're at 30 almost, right? So, I mean... It's going up and whether you whether the government likes it or not, it's going it's taking off and the rest of the world is coming on board. That That's just the honest truth. Now, as far as some of the other stuff that we were talking about earlier, as far as uh, some companies thinking about leaving the U.S. market because of the scrutiny from the SEC. Well, honestly, this is what I think right now. Crypto is the biggest funder of our politicians. They get the most amount of money from cryptocurrency companies. Then I think it's uh, hospitals and then guns, right? So let's be honest. We're still doing it big, okay? So are these politicians going to say, no, I don't want a $50,000 check? No, they're not. They're going to say, yeah, sure, I'll take 50K and we'll we'll do the law so it helps your company. Yep, I agree. I agree. And uh, we got some new people. Have you seen the new person that's coming in as the Democratic uh, president? He wants to be the president. You're talking about Biden or? The Kennedy. Oh, the Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is going to be quite interesting, be- ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's, and we're not going to talk politics, yeah, but yeah. I was waiting to see who's going to be backing this guy. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be very, very interesting. In fact, uh, today they're doing some stuff. I think he's right here in Los Angeles. Yeah, they're... they're they're, uh, my grandfather, who's 99, was invited out 
Uh, he actually was around the area because he's been part of the aerospace union uh, since, I don't know, he worked there 60-something years at uh, Rock, it was Rockadine back okay. then, but uh, aerospace division. So he's the, the president of UW, UAW. Yeah, yeah. And so they invited him out to see, and he'll be there with Mr. Kennedy today. It's pretty interesting to kind of see how this thing is rolling out. We all have to serve somebody. <laughs> so, you know, at the end of the day, they're going to go with who's funding them. Yes. So yes, yes, yes. So we're going to see who actually funds and where this money comes from this time. And uh, I was talking uh, earlier this week, I was talking about the fall of Sam Bankman Freed and FTX. And I'm saying the more the further away we get from that debacle, yes. the more I realize that I really feel like it was orchestrated because it just was too with Alameda Research being yeah. the company that says, yeah. hey, these are good guys. They yeah. have 4A credit. I yeah. mean, there was so many layers to that when too you really many break. Layers. Yes, that it too couldn't have just been that, that simple. It, yeah. It really felt like yeah. somebody said, okay, here's the cookie jar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm reaching in. Reach in and we'll let the yeah. catastrophe happen. happen. Because the, the more people I meet there were saying that we were talking to actual politicians saying, hey, this guy is a fraud. This is this is happening. And I was saying, I mean, I'm just a little guy, but I was saying it on the radio. I even called, you know, Chicago to Mayor Lori Lightfoot and said, hey, don't let him do this to the people of Chicago. And uh, they were like, oh, we'll get back to you. We're good. You know, it, it blows my mind because this guy was wearing shorts to meetings. OK, yeah, he had no board. How do you run a hundred million dollar plus crypto company with no board whatsoever? When you make every books, decision, making using QuickBooks, <laughs> using QuickBooks for you know for your accounting. I mean, come on now, you know it, I can't even imagine me walking into a professional meeting wearing shorts saying, "Hey, give me." hundred million dollars we would never be allowed to do that well you They'd laugh us out the you room and i couldn't but yeah. uh we yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> folks can <laughs> we, well in fact we have the book right here it's called check your <laughs> financial there, privilege there it is. and that's one of the books that i am suggesting that we read i've alluded to this book a couple of times this week but i didn't say the actual name of the book yeah. and i brought it in today because it is a real deal it's called check your financial privilege it's inside the global bitcoin revolution and it was written a couple of years ago but of course it's still today uh very 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 true and so the book was written by alex gladstein and uh as i was reading it i was thinking because you know i have the bitcoin bank here in inglewood um, which is called crypto blockchain plug. But I also allow people to come in and hold different meetings and things of that sort. And right before COVID, there was a group of people that were coming in to talk about their privilege, like mm. their ethnicity yeah, privilege. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In an and honest it, way. In an honest oh, way. Because okay, okay. you remember there was this whole thing after George Floyd. Yeah. That, you know, everybody wanted to talk about yeah. uh, making sure that they actually knew that they were privileged because for some odd reason, they had no idea. Right. <laughs> they know they, how privileged they are. And they come were coming. Now. They were coming. They'll never trade places with us. That's how they know. <laughs> they don't. 
they won't trade places with us, but they darn sure look and dress the way they don't yeah. look like us. They dress like us, yeah. talk like us, dance yeah. like, listen to music like yeah. us. They don't dance like <laughs> us. But, but anyway, um, so anyway, I had this group that was coming in and I was really shocked. You know, I gave them my price for renting my place here in Inglewood. And they were like, no, we're not going to pay that. We're going to give you double the amount of this is right before COVID mm. because that whole George Floyd thing was happening. And yeah. she said, we're going to have a group of people. We don't want any of your staff here. <laughs> that was what they said. Okay. We're going to rent and we're, we're going to talk about our, our privilege and really get our community to really understand how privileged we are so that like they don't get it. And these people were actually paying to come to a conference to find out about their privilege and how much more privileged they are than the black and brown community. And I just thought to myself, this is absolutely far out. Like, because we live it, we yeah. didn't realize, and I still don't buy the fact that most of them don't know, but they disclaim not to. But this book is called Financial Privilege. So not mm. only has there been a color privilege, but there's also a financial privilege, which we know. And this book explains why Bitcoin is the cure to that financial privilege. And so the last day uh, I've been talking about, oh, we got to we're going to come forward after news, sports, and traffic, and we're going to finish talking about checking your financial privilege. This is KBLA Talk 1580. A safe place to go loud. loud, loud. A great place for progressive politics. KBLA Talk 1580. Today. Broadcasting live from Lower Park, USA. USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. All right. So we've got a lot of things that are going on in the cryptocurrency space. And uh, man, we've got <laughs> we've got uh, Texas laws. I know you've heard about the Texas laws as it relates to mining. And yeah. we've just got all these small attacks coming from each direction. I told the listeners yesterday Coinbase was thinking about pulling out of the United States. I'm going to continuously remind you because we are dead net down to day nine. You've got to get your cryptocurrency off Bittrex immediately. Get it off every exchange again. Not your keys, not your coin, not your keys, not your cheese. For some of you that need uh, the, the hood rendition of it. And so, uh, you know, it's 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 really good. Both of our exchanges, uh, we allow people to be self-custody. Yes. And so. I really feel like that's the reason why we haven't come under finance. I mean, fire from the SEC and things of that sort, because we're not holding on to people's money. We're not holding on to people's Bitcoin, because if you don't have it in your private wallet and I went over this the other day, it is not yours. And so do, is there anything else you want to add to self-sovereignty, making sure that they're saving their passwords, making sure that you know how to get back into your personal wallets and and things of that sort anything you want to add because i've been what i always recommend is to have two wallets what i call a hot wallet and a cold wallet right so a cold wallet being those little usbs called trezor right or any wallet that never touches the internet or ledger or ledger right <laughs> that's right i'm the ledger he's a treasure <laughs> yes, that's right that's, that, right. And that's why i'm the black and he's the brown right <laughs> we, we can do it together we can, we but can do both yes so so yeah i always recommend put your large amount of bitcoin uh, into a USB hardware wallet like that. And then for the Bitcoin that you want to spend, use or give away or whatever the case is, that you can keep in a hot wallet, you know, um, whether you do it with us or someone else. Now, when I when I 
mean that. I mean, you shouldn't have more than like $50 to $100 in, in a hot wallet that touches the internet. That's, right. Even myself, that's how I do it. Absolutely. So. And I agree. I agree. And and it's really, really important. And uh, I don't even, if you're not spending your Bitcoin, I don't even see any reason to hold 50 to 100 bucks on there. But because we're in the space, because we're in the industry, yeah, a so lot of times, some of like literally, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen, I tip in Bitcoin. Yeah. I but well. I tip people on Cash App, even though I mm. don't ascribe to Cash App. Yeah. And for those of you that may have never heard me say it recently, because a lot of people are new listeners. I don't like Cash App because of the restrictions they put on the amounts of money that you're able to transact transact with on a daily or a weekly basis. And so for a lot of people, they don't know. And they go and put a massive amount in Cash App because they think it's safe. Mm-hmm. And then it takes them months mm-hmm. to get their Bitcoin off or something just happens. Yeah. And, and, and it's just One gone. of the things I really don't like about Cash App, that, that one of the reasons why I don't use it as far as Bitcoin goes, is that... You know, you can, quote unquote, buy Bitcoin there, right? But what they're actually doing is they're giving you a token that represents Bitcoin. Because at the end of the day, you cannot remove your Bitcoin from Cash App as Bitcoin. So in other words, if you're trying to send it out using the blockchain, what you got to do actually is sell it into cash and then put it in your bank. So is it really Bitcoin when you got to do that? So Cash App has a feature and it may just be for some of us. Okay. And I'll say some of us. I don't have that feature. I'm going to say for some of us because I do the Jack Dorsey, Jay-Z thing. with. Ah, So some of us have some financial privilege. Okay, obviously (laughs) so. (laughs) So so I have a little bit of privilege. So I've been able to, of course, send my Bitcoin out. Oh, wow. Uh, But they limit me. Oh, okay. And and I know that they they limit limit me uh, big time. And so there's so many people that have just thought because they bought their Bitcoin on Cash App, they can just send it out the way that they want to. Uh, But they have you have to go ahead in there and KYC as long as you do a new KYC. okay, they'll open up the door to allow you to send your Bitcoin to another place. Got it. However. $2,000 $2,000 a day or 5000 a week. Oh, okay. And so uh, I, I get the calls all the time. Oh, my God, I have $20,000 in, in cash app. I thought it was safe and they won't give me my Bitcoin. And I'm like, yeah, 2000 a day or 5000 a week. And you got to set up a timer on your phone. So like clockwork, you can actually withdraw off their platform because they hold tight to that 5000 a week. So it's kind of you got to go the seven day. It's just cr- yeah, that's it's, kind of it's a, a lot. It's yeah. a mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. So uh, Coinbase is having some issues, too. I was telling the listeners last, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, somebody called me. They had deposited a whole hundred thousand dollars in cash uh, in Coinbase and Coinbase would not allow them to buy Bitcoin. What? And they were KYC and everything. So they had to then take it off uh, Coinbase put it back into their bank and then they send it to us and we sent them their hundred thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin in seconds. They were like, why didn't anybody tell me about this long time ago? I said, well, I, I don't know. This is what we've been doing since 2018. So, yeah, yeah. um, but it's, it's, it's all about self custody and really, really paying attention. And again, I tip most people that are waiters or waitresses 
they have Cash App. Yeah. So I always say, do you have Cash App? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, well, open it up to your Bitcoin wallet. And they were like, I've always seen this thing but here. I never used but it. I never <laughs> knew what it was for. And then I send my the Bitcoin token as you're right. Yeah. Because Anywhere you go, it, in my opinion, it's a token because you don't actually have it until you go in and request it and get it sent to you. Yes. And so that's why we are totally into making sure people have their own Bitcoin. But I just go ahead and send my $10 or $15 or $20 in Bitcoin to somebody that and I do it all the time. And that's my way of introducing Bitcoin to people. But then I sit back when the price of Bitcoin goes up and think, man, those $30 <laughs> in Bitcoin would be like 90 right now. <laughs> it would be 90 right now. But if that person didn't cash it out, like I asked them, and that's the other thing that I do. And I'm going to tell you all this too, because if you're gifting any of your children or grandchildren Bitcoin on Cash App or anywhere else, just tell them don't spend it. Yeah, and I tell them all the time, leave it there and watch it go up and down. Watch it go up and down. If you fall on hard, hard times, try your best not to sell it. And most of them are like, okay, yes, ma'am, I won't. And then hopefully they're watching it actually go up and go down. Uh, but that's what we do. That's how we, that's why we keep a couple of, you know, Satoshis on hand just to really go back and forth with individuals. Yep. Yeah. So. All right. So in the news, let's go over the market update today. So what we got for the price of Bitcoin today? Do you have any? Uh, let's look at that and see where we are. And we're what we actually will do is when we come forward, we will uh, go over the market update, find out where the coins are, what they're doing. And there was some stuff I read on Dogecoin, too. <laughs> Mm. We're going to talk about that when we come forward. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Old money, old money, new money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580. Now, now let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk KBLA 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. What we're going to do is make sure that you are getting your market update for the day. And so we're going to let our co-host... Tell us what the price of Bitcoin is and Ethereum today. All right. So currently the price of Bitcoin is at $27,289. It's down by 0.16%. And the last 24 hours, it's down by 3.42%. And the last seven days, it's down by 10.59. Um, as far as Ethereum, it's at 1840 The Last hour change, it's down by 0.6%. The last 24 hours, it's 5.12%. 5, 5 the last seven days, it's 12.78%. All right. And so what are the rest of those coins looking like? We typically don't go through and look at Dogecoin and some of those other coins. But the reason why I want to bring Dogecoin up is because uh, there was this, well, I wanted, it's not even Dogecoin, it was Shiba Inu, mm. because you know they had this whole thing where they were professing to everybody that Shiba Inu was going to be in the metaverse, and then there's this big uproar, and you all can Google it, because I'm not going to talk about it at all, but it has to do with XRP. And the fact that XRP, they were all going in the metaverse with Shiba Inu, and they got people all hyped up and buying their coins, and I just pray that you all are seeing through this uh <laughs> yes because they're really trying to just pump up the value at this point that's yes, the truth um, yes we saw how much money was dumped in the metaverse by facebook right so you know at the end of the day real life is here yes we're living real life yes to try to put our lives into a computer somewhere 
in my personal opinion, it's going to take a long time before we get there. It, it, it is. It is. And mm-hmm. I really, I think one of my biggest fears, and people ask me to speak on the metaverse at all the time, and I'm like, I don't think I'm the right person for that, mm-hmm. only because I see the black and brown community being hurt the most. Yeah. We are the number one consumers. African Americans, yeah. black Americans yeah. are number yeah. one consumers, yeah. and the Latinx community yeah. is right behind us with yeah. all the things that we're buying. And so I really don't want us buying in the metaverse. Um, And and I love my folks. I love my snoops. I love my I love my folks. But I just do not want to see us fall victim to being consumers. Uh, Just fiddled in like the Pied Piper. I, I just see them doing and everything about our cultures that they're really putting into the metaverse that's attracting our kids and making them want to put on Jordans in the yeah, metaverse. And, and, and spend money and change, oh you my know, goodness. become feminized sometimes too. Oh my goodness. So, that's you know, a whole nother thing. Yeah, so. and We're not even going to get <laughs> into that. Yeah, but yeah. but that, that's, yeah. a, that's a real thing. So, um, yeah. I, you know, like I said, I, I, I think that there will be a place for the metaverse in the future. But if we start to, you know, give away our power... You know, as far as our spending capital, you know, we'll lose. There's been, you know, over the last century, there's been so many black and brown businesses have been brought under just to allow other people to have that advantage. Yes. We own so few of the property and the business in this country that if we keep giving it away, we're going to be in the same spot. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And as it relates to, uh, you know, the metaverse, what I do hear African-Americans and Latino people saying all the time is they're buying property before anybody else gets a hold of it. But there's like, it's so fragmented. If you buy uh, property in one metaverse you don't own it in the next metaverse and so right. it's just like a hundred people own the same property on all these different platforms like it's senseless because you don't know if sandbox or, or I'm just I'm mm-hmm. coming up I don't want to name names because I don't want people to go in there and run and think they need <laughs> to buy property but you do need to buy property but right here in this country yeah. and so we're making way to do that too by the way I hadn't shared that with you but uh, next week we're launching some stuff oh, okay. to make sure that the black and brown community gets their fair share of the property in this country and we think we've got a pretty good uh what we would call a funnel uh way to get people qualified and funded and all those things so it's all about digital assets and hard assets real hard assets yes and so we've been talking gold we've been talking real estate we've been talking bitcoin and i haven't been talking nothing else because i don't think any of those things are going to matter at the end of the day any of the other things are going to matter so uh we were talking really quickly about this china this russia deal right there's new money they're trying to bring out now you got to understand, we're talking about something that's been going on for the last almost 100 years now, right? Mm-hmm. So, in the th- originally, th- this government did not want a central bank, believe it or not. In the 30s, in Devil's Island, literally, 13 investors got together and said, we're going to make a special bank for ourselves. He called it Devil's Island, y'all. <laughs> it's, it's Jekyll's Island. <laughs> <laughs> he got a devil's island, so I caught that one. Y'all catch that one tomorrow. But anyway, go ahead. So, so in this place, right, they made a deal to start their own bank, and we all fall under that bank. Okay? Yes, all yes, of us. Yes. So now, that bank is what really runs the dollar, and the families that own this bank 
essentially are the ones that print the money for all of us to use. Mm -hmm. It gave them a lot of power for the last hundred years. Mm -hmm. Originally, it was backed by gold, but then we got off the gold standard and we became backed by oil. This is why we got into all these wars, right? Mm -hmm. So we can control that. So obviously, places like Russia and China, they want to formulate and have their own power. Uh -huh. So they're going to start doing their own currency and they want to devalue the dollar in that way. Now, me personally, I don't think in any way, shape or form they're going to take over the dollar. Because in Russia and China, if the government decides that you don't deserve your money, they can reach in there and take it just they because just they said it. so. Mm -hmm. You know, at least here, we do have some laws that help us to protect us. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> but not so much. Not so but much. <laughs> so, so, you know, you de I definitely want to watch out, you know, and, and see how, you know, that affects uh, the value of the dollar around the world. I still think that the dollar will be the reserve currency. You still see a lot of investors from these companies still buying property, like you said, Nadja, mm -hmm. here in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So why are there, if, 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 if that country and their money is so good, why are they all taking it out? All right. All right. So that's my opinion. On Absolutely. And, and, and as you all know, we, uh, we talk about everything, whether we agree, disagree, or whatever. You need to hear the different perspectives. And so it's a good thing. And I really feel like they're really working hard and they're doing some other things <laughs> that we don't see where they're going to be able to back their money. Yeah. Whereas we're not going to be able to do that really effectively so some things are going to happen so ladies and gentlemen when we come forward we're going to talk about consensus which is happening next week and a couple of other events that you can attend and i am looking forward to sharing those with you this is kbla talk 1580 you're linked to the midday money chain with lynn richardson and Naja roberts exclusively on kbla talk 1580 this is kbla talk 1580 where hate meets a scholarly match all right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. And so we have a couple of events coming up tomorrow. If you have a ledger and you have not yet set it up because you are afraid to set it up. I have a ledger in me. One, two, three. Again, that's tomorrow. You can send me a text message at that 424-317-7373 or ask Naja Roberts. And one of my staff members will get with you and get you signed up for the ledger in me. One, two, three. I believe it's at four o'clock Pacific tomorrow. So we'll help you set up your ledgers. If you don't have a ledger, we're going to be doing it again in the month of May. So go ahead and go to the website. And because the world is waking up to the fact that they need to hold their own Bitcoin, ledgers are selling out like crazy. They're on back order. You can get a couple of them, but a lot of them are on back order. So that's one thing. And then this week coming forward, we have consensus in Austin, Texas. And that is where they're talking about crypto, blockchain, Web3. If you know anybody that is in Austin, Texas, Maybe a good idea for them to come out. I will not be speaking at consensus again. I was asked, but I just decided, you know what? I'm going to focus on my community getting the right information. And so I won't be there. However, I will be in Houston, Texas on Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday of next week. We're launching the hard asset real estate part of what we're doing to ensure that the black and brown community gets their fair share of hard assets. So we're not just doing real estate. We're talking about gold. We've partnered up with some gold dealers from the 
Latinx community and the African-American community as well to make sure that we're getting the breast price, understanding the differences of gold, looking at the golds that these other central banks are buying that are going to be backing their new monetary system. So we're really doing some real research. So I'll be there in Houston doing that next week. And then also um, we have next Saturday, we have the business grind. So those of you that want to, Start a business. This is a nonprofit organization that's actually doing this for the community. If you want to start a business or learn how to structure your business or anything like that, you can go to the business grind and you can um, you can actually it's called Ways W.A.Y.S. It's a nonprofit organization. They're right there on the corner of Crenshaw and um, Manchester, right behind the gas station. And you'll see all the people going there, dressed in their suits and different things because they're going to learn about business. And that is what we are doing uh, to ensure. And uh, prayerfully, I will be able to make an appearance there towards the end of the day. But I'm not quite sure, just depending on a couple of other things. But the business grind is happening. You will get some great information there. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thank you to each and every one of you. I want to thank Enrique, my co-host, for being here today. Hey, hey. <laughs> and we're going to do this more often because this, this just feels nostalgic. You know, I love this, brother. So we're going to be making way for the D.L. Hughley Show. I want to thank each and every one of you for rocking with us here today on the head of the crypto curve where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires. One day at a time, one family at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. You're listening to Nadja Roberts on the head of the crypto curve. Please follow her on all social media platforms at Nadja Roberts. No underscores, no dots, no numbers, just Nadja Roberts. Let's close the wealth gap. It's our turn. Learn or get left behind. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.